if you want to influence and impact your audience at a deep level, you have to do it as commonly or as, yeah, as, as frequently as possible. It's not just a once a week thing and then, oh, people are going to sign up for whatever I have. They're going to pay for my coaching. Being a great podcaster is only half the battle. And this isn't just in terms of making money. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode. It was episode number 48, Getting Over Making Mistakes and the Fear of Judgment that comes with it. Today, for episode number 49, Being a Great Podcaster is Only Half the battle. This is definitely something I wish I understood at a deeper level when we started this because it probably would have helped me set different expectations, come up with different approaches, and understand the time perspective that comes with creating, monetizing, scaling a successful podcast. I was on a show the other day, and this podcast had, I think, 650 episodes or something like that, which is a really, really, really great number of podcasts. Again, the vast majority of people never get to 100, never mind 650. And I remember, first of all, being very impressed by the host. The podcast episode was awesome. His video was great. His audio was great. The onboarding as a guest process was great. The questions were great. The interview, everything was really, really, really good. So as I do with shows that I believe in, I offered him a free podcast breakthrough session. And he said, thank you so much. I appreciate it. He, he booked a, a breakthrough session. So we end up getting on this breakthrough session. And the, the theme behind it, the vibe behind it was he feels really good about the process. He feels really good about the product. What he does not feel, I don't want to say what he doesn't feel good about, but the thing that he felt was lacking was the results. He said, you know, I'm not really getting as many listens as I'd like. I haven't really had many opportunities for speaking or coaching or consulting or any of that. I don't know what's going on. And I said this thing that I say to so many of my clients and on these podcast breakthrough sessions, I'm, I've said it here before, and you'll probably get sick of hearing me say it, but it is just a fundamental. What you do before and after your podcast episodes are just as, if not more important than the episode itself. And I said this to this person. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, first of all, I said it kindly, but first of all, you haven't posted anything on social media in a month. So nobody knows you're not getting the opportunity to remind and or bring awareness to the fact that you're dropping episodes. So there's a lot of people who might've just forgot. That's part one. And I said, part two, what are you doing after the podcast? Where are people supposed to go? Where are they supposed to go? And he said, I don't know. I, I was hoping people would work with me. And I said, I completely understand that 100%, but that just isn't how it works the majority of the time. What you're doing before and what you're doing after the podcast is actually going to dictate 
whether or not people continue to come back to the podcast. So the interesting side of this is a lot of times people ask me how to become a better podcaster. They say, you know, I know I need to become a better podcaster if I want to succeed. And I say, yes, 100%. We, we want to get better forever. You want to have more powerful stories. You want to have more powerful lessons. You want to use less filler words. Yes, 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 yes. All those things. But that doesn't matter as much as you think when it comes to making money. If you think about it, some of the least talented podcasters also make the most money because they have the largest audiences. So it's not just a quality thing. It's the strategy behind what do you do before and what do you do after. So as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I always recommend social media being the top of your business because that's where people are going to find you. Yes, word of mouth. Yes, web search. You can get found in all those things. But I think social media is the easiest place to control. After the podcast, where do you want people to go? I like some sort of group. Doesn't have to be a Facebook group. That's just what I have the most familiarity with. The thought process behind this is simple. If you only drop one episode a week, and when I say only, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, what are people supposed to do for the other six days? They're going to find another podcast, or they're going to find a Facebook group, or they're going to follow somebody on social media. If you want to influence and impact your audience at a deep level, you have to do it as commonly or as, yeah, as, as frequently as possible. It's not just a once a week thing and then, oh, people are going to sign up for whatever I have. They're going to pay for my coaching. Being a great podcaster is only half the battle. And this isn't just in terms of making money. I have worked with many shows who they do one episode a week. They do two episodes a week. They do three episodes a week. But that's where they stop. The social media promotion's okay, but they're not on their stories every day. No Facebook group. They have an email list, but it doesn't grow that much. Therefore, when you get to the bottom of your business, there isn't a lot of opportunity because you haven't warmed up a real relationship. That's why the podcast is only as valuable as what's around it because you're able to build a relationship on a podcast, right? If you're watching me, if you've listened to all 49 episodes, you and I have a relationship. But if I say to you, hey, I charge $7,000 for this program. If you're interested, let me know. The odds of you doing that are very, very low. But if I say to you, hey, join Podcast Growth Nation, the private Facebook group, I still have to create it, it's yet to exist. But if I said that, the likelihood of you doing that is greater than the likelihood of you giving me $7,000 of your hard-earned money. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him, he had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast and he said, you've got to use Kevin, he's fantastic. He's the best around, he'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting other than maybe saying a few things, but as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything, I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff, I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started, or somebody, as I've done, where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him, and he is a true pro and easy to work with, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. 
trust me. Thanks. So I'm thinking of the call to action. So the call to action, there's two forms. And I think I've talked about this before, but I don't know. I forget what I talk about because I talk about podcasting so much. There's two calls to action. We have highest ROI. We have highest probability. Highest ROI is the thing that's going to lead directly to money. So ROI is return on investment. When I'm thinking of investment, I'm thinking of the call to action. So what is going to give me the most return on this single call to action? So say I went to a conference and I'm speaking in front of 500,000 podcasters. If I say, hey, we have a podcast production company, it's X amount of dollars per month, anybody who's interested, shoot me an email and I'll give you a discount. I might get, I don't know, a thousand people. A thousand people might reach out. That's a really good opportunity for me to make a good amount of money in one sitting. So I might want to use the highest ROI call to action. The highest probability call to action is always the one that requires the least effort and is the lowest barrier to entry. So in this analogy, your highest probability call to action is probably going to be a Facebook group. It just tends to work that way. Then in the Facebook group, it'll be something different. And then after the Facebook group, it'll be something different and then rinse and repeat forever. But it's always that balance of the highest probability and the highest ROI. I tend to do highest probability, right? Just because the opportunity for me to connect with somebody is far greater than just making money right off the jump. It's more about understanding the audience. It's more about the mastery. It's more about just the money for me. I know other people who they want to do the highest ROI. They just want to promote their coaching. They want to promote their courses. We'll talk about that next week, courses versus coaching. So the big thought that I want to share is one of the reasons it's being a a great podcaster is only half the battle is because if you don't have something for your audience to do after, you're probably in trouble. If you don't have something easy for your audience to do after, you're probably in trouble. The shows that I have seen succeed at the highest level are the ones who follow this. They are very consistent on social, building relationships, in the stories, all that, and they have somewhere where people can go after. The weird thing about the podcast industry and the podcast space and the platforms is right now, there is no way to build a community unless you do it yourself. So you and I could quite literally listen to the same podcast. Unless we join a community, I would never know that you listen. That's the beauty of some sort of group. Now, does that mean people are going to go straight from the group to paying you money? No. But what it does mean is they're going to self-identify as members of the audience, members of the community, and they're going to be more invested in what you do. Podcasting is a long game. A very, very, very long game. And one of the reasons I see people quit is because they don't see the immediate activity. They struggle to delay gratification for a long period of time. I launched a show with somebody last year And this person has 45,000 downloads in their first six episodes or something like that. And they ended up saying, you know what? I'm not getting results fast enough. I don't want to do this anymore. And I said, you're getting results. You just don't recognize them. You're getting so many results. You just don't, you don't recognize them. But it's because they couldn't connect the dots to how long-term the podcast 
could be for them. They didn't understand the long-term value of having it. It's way more than one episode after another episode. There's so many other factors that go to your podcast success. But that's not the point of this episode. This, the point of this is what you do before and after are the most important things. Just as, if not more important than what you do on the microphones. Unfortunately, that is the sad truth. You can be the best podcaster in the world, but if nobody knows about you because you're not doing the proper things, you're going to end up disappointed. So just to go back to where we started this whole story, I had this free podcast breakthrough session with this individual and I said, here are your two things I would suggest. It was really three. One, you should start doing solo episodes. Two, more social media. We got to get you consistent. And three, I would create some sort of group because those three things are going to solve a lot of your problems. They're going to create the opportunity for engagement. They're going to create the opportunity for you to have deep conversations with people, and it's going to add more value to your audience. A podcast episode a week is super valuable, for sure, but what do you do after that episode? What does your audience do? If they want to listen to an episode every day, they're going to go find another show. If they want to be part of a community, they're going to find a community. If they want to do all these things, they're going to have to go somewhere else. I think of it from the aspect of, you're not building a podcast, you're building a brand, and a brand has multiple touch points. So treat your podcast like a business. Treat your podcast like a brand. Treat your podcast more than just a podcast. This isn't just something where you're talking to the microphone once a week, put it out in the interwebs, and then get found and rinse and repeat. There's a lot that goes into this in terms of the opportunity that you have. You have an amazing opportunity to have somebody's attention every single week. They most likely want to give you more attention if you're valuable. We have to create those opportunities. So that is what I wanted to jam about in this week's quick episode. I wish it wasn't this way because you becoming a better podcaster and a better communicator is always going to be valuable, 100%. But I know some really, really, really good podcasters who didn't get the results they wanted because they didn't do the before and after. They assumed, well, the podcast is enough. The podcast is enough. Most of us aren't going to monetize through ads and sponsorships right? That's just not how most of us are going to make a meaningful amount of money. We average, I don't know, 25 to 30,000 downloads a month at Next Level U. And I think the offer we got from Buzzsprout was like $250 a month, you know, based on the amount of listens we have, if we were to use their, their automatic ads. Don't get me wrong, $250 a month is great. And that might be your car payment. So if that's what you're trying to do, more power to you. But $250 a month isn't necessarily enough for you to quit your job and do this full time. If that's what you're looking to do, what I said today is even more valuable. Next week for episode number 50, we're going to talk about the difference between courses and coaching. So obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you want to know as much about podcasting as possible. And more often than not, the conversation of monetization comes up. And I have a lot of people who say, I'm going to do courses. I want this to be passive. I don't want to have to coach. I want the podcast to work with me or work for me. Versus some people say, I want to coach. I already have a coaching practice. I'd like to do more of that. We'll jam on that because there's a lot of misconceptions around courses and there's a lot of misconceptions around coaching as well. So I want to do that because I think, again, going back to what we just talked about, most of us are going to monetize through adding deeper value in our business, right? Adding more value at a deeper level. 
coaching courses, whatever it may be, retreats, live events, whatever. Understanding the difference between a course and coaching and the conversion rate and all that goes into that, I think that's a valuable lesson for us all, and it's one that I wish I knew earlier. As always, if you are interested in a free 30-minute podcast breakthrough session, it could be on your course, it could be on coaching, it could be on making mistakes, audio, video, whatever it is. I'm happy to do it. I'm excited to do it and is one of my favorite things in the world. So click the link in the show notes. Until next week, I appreciate you all. I love you all. We're almost a year into this bad Larry and we are just getting started. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday, keep on podcasting, keep on crushing it. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at neverquitkid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.